Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Growing Up Female with me, Connie Simmons. This is the podcast where we chat about what it's really like to grow up female behind the shiny social media profile. I'll be chatting to a whole host of young, inspirational women about race, beauty standards, periods, body shaming, sex, relationships, social media, everything it means to grow up as a female today. This week's guest has been my biggest fitness inspiration since becoming a mum. She's given me the belief and confidence to get back to it. She's just completed an Olympic triathlon on her own as well, because obviously we've got a pandemic going on, and her youngest isn't even two. She shows the reality of motherhood whilst making exercise accessible to everyone. Today I really wanted to get Emily Williams on here to share all she has learned since becoming a mummy and how she stays not just physically, but mentally fit too. Welcome Emily. <laughs> You're so good at these intros. God, oh, that was lovely. You made me feel so special. Thanks. Good, good. You deserve it. I think you're amazing. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, honestly, so like nice. it's so nice to talk to you. I oh, know it's lovely speaking to you. Like, we, we, we do like to send a little voice note to each other now and again, don't yeah. we? Um, yeah. But no, honestly, I can't. I can't tell you how much seeing you in your garden with your girls wrapped around your legs while you're exercising has made me like. I still, I still feel like I haven't got the motivation and, and determination and grit that you have, but it's helped me so oh, much. Like realize that oh, even 20 thanks. minutes of just giving it a go is better than nothing. Yeah. And oh, I, yeah, I always thought that like, oh, I've got to have, Macy's got to be looked after while I exercise when actually there are ways around it. So you yeah. really, really helped me with that. Oh, thanks. That's so nice to hear. That's it. It's like, it doesn't have to be like all or nothing. I always used to be like an all or nothing person, but something is better than nothing. Mm. And and sometimes, especially when you're busy and you're a mum or whatever, sometimes that's just 10 minutes. Mm. And, you know, 10 minutes a day isn't going to break records, but it, it's going to make you feel better. Yeah. It's going to make you feel better in that 10 minutes. And, you know, going forward, it's all something adding you know it's all adding towards your just gen- your general fitness and your general mental health and it's always worth doing even if you've got kids on you which they love to be yeah because they're <laughs> like an added weight aren't they <laughs> I know I know it's funny though because my um my two are really different um so managing that whilst I'm kind of you know doing stuff is one thing but but my oldest has really changed over the years so the first year she was very happy to just be next to me while I was working out yeah um and now she's like mommy <laughs> she'd rather like be watching telly or doing so she loves just sitting and drawing or whatever oh, so that's, that's she can kind cute, of though. entertain herself a little bit yeah and I never really do it I never do anything more than like 20 minutes half an hour at home and I've usually at the moment got the little one on me and then the bigger one just kind of drawing or Kind of you just adapt don't you you just learn to adapt yeah and I think they're they're used to me doing it now mm-hmm. they're used to me seeing you know seeing me seeing me do it and and especially the older one she knows um she knows it's for for me it's funny because she says like exercise makes you happy and healthy oh. and for her she knows that like if I get stressed she even suggests it sometimes like you know doing some exercise and but you know what that is <laughs> so good, good thing. it's like mm. scientifically proven 
I read this um, Women's Health article. They've done loads of research on this, and it's scientifically proven that if your child sees you exercise, they are far more likely to be into exercise growing up and when they're older yeah. because it's normal for yeah. them, you know. And that always plays in my mind as well. So I've never been a work workout at home person. I just struggle, but I'm really enjoying. I really enjoy your workouts that you share. Um, because the kids are in it as well, so it makes me be, yeah. like, you know, it's fine. I mean, there's no, there's not, me. yeah, there's especially at the moment with everything that's going on, there's not a lot of know, options, a lot of other options. Yeah, I've actually recently joined the gym again, which has been brilliant, but I, you know, I don't know how long that's going to change again, or um, so yeah, it's just, it's them, it's not, it's also, it's not just them seeing you like you know, jump around and get sweaty, but just being active and enjoying moving with them. Mm. Um, it's really important, you know, when you go outside, like playing with them and going for walks and being outside and moving, being, you know, a huge part of your life and it will be theirs then if they, hopefully, mm. if they see you do it. So, um, so what sort of advice would you give to people listening to this who, obviously, the weather has gone <laughs> I mean I'm looking out the window now and it's raining and it's horrid um and I mean it feels like it's so much easier to just sit on the sofa and watch movies all day and snack um yeah. but obviously I know and you know that doing that every single day can become quite an unhealthy habit how do people get out of that rut when it's now winter it is tough when the weather's rubbish it is tough because you know you don't want to get wet and cold but one you can do something in your house mm. you can I always try and get out at least once a day like during the winter months like when it's even if it's horrible make sure the kids have got like full yeah. waterproof stuff on and they love it yeah as long as you're not out for, for very long they love like getting in the puddles and whatever make sure you know if you're exercising especially you're not going to stay cold but my my tip is to well you can do stuff inside for sure um you don't have to be out there for very long so if you know the your partner's happy to or whatever or you can have the kids like inside for 20 minutes with somebody or you know and you want to go outside for a quick bit 15 20 minutes exercise just just don't worry being in the elements is good it's part of it it's but you yeah. won't be cold for long yeah you know if it's wet you won't care about that put some good music on and just just go for it just yeah. enjoy the time like being out in in the elements and listen I'm not I'm not a crazy person I I do <laughs> love going out in the cold I'm not like yes it's raining <laughs> let's get outside but um most of my workouts especially you know when the when the weather starts to get a bit rubbish are inside um you don't need much space yeah know. I was gonna say you never look like you've got like loads yeah, of space like you seem to really cool, yeah. move your body yeah. well in the small I think I guess it's like just people know what to do because for me I watch I'll watch some of your even your stretching ones where you might have had a long night with the girls like maybe someone mm. hasn't slept through <laughs> the night and you're doing stretching and I'm like I would so love to be able to just walk in the room, make some space and, and just know what to do and just flow like you flow. But yeah. for me, it's, it's not always easy because I'll have to like pause your thing and then go back. And I think that's, yeah. one, of, that's one of the struggles, you know. Yeah, I, I get that. I know what you mean. I do I think... Sorry. I, sorry, no, go on. I was going to say, I do agree with you though with the whole weather situation. I mean, a bit of rain's not going to kill anyone, is it? And I think no like now more than ever I appreciate the outdoors and I really need to order yeah, Macy a puddle it. suit and I'm just gonna yes. love it she won't care she's such a tomboy no. she'll be straight yeah. out in the puddles so and the time goes so quick especially when you've got kids if you do like you know like a, a little workout like 30 seconds on 30 seconds off and they're playing time goes quickly and there's there's not many better feelings than coming inside into a warm house when you've done a workout in the rain you feel so bad <laughs> like, oh yeah. my god I feel amazing I'm gonna be like you know patience is better and I'm always a better mum when I've when I've had a bit of like time to myself or I've like gone for it you know yeah but yeah I was gonna say about the um knowing what to do when you mm. you know how to move and stuff I mean I've I've been kind of 
doing stuff all my life really so I, I, I feel quite comfortable um moving my body quite kind of intuitively mm. you know what I mean um however there are like two or three uh like go-to like f- movements that I do you know like like flow kind of movements and I'll just kind of repeat them okay the best thing to do is just not overthink it move your body you know stretch to what feels good if you're tight in certain areas just it doesn't have to look pretty it doesn't have to be like Mm. you know go on Instagram whatever just do what makes you feel Mm. good Mm. and just keep doing it and it's um yeah it doesn't have to be I mean, Instagram's full of, like, all these sexy workouts that, you know, oh, I've never seen that move before. I must try that. It's just really doing, like, basic movements regularly is, is what's important because we're all doing it for, like, longevity of life, really. Yeah. You know, being able to to walk, to crawl, to, to squat, to, to get up off the floor, to do all those movements comfortably for as long as possible you know yeah and when you yeah, simplify it like that it just it makes me feel more confident instantly and I think that's a, that's probably one of the biggest problems for people is they like lack confidence because they haven't been to the gym ever or for a long time mm. or they've never had a personal trainer or they don't really know where to start but when you put it yeah. like that like you just want to be able to do those people... basic movements for as long as possible yeah. just repeat the yeah. same move I mean, I think lots of people get um, nervous or or embarrassed at the idea of being out in public doing, Mm. you know, perhaps if they're self-conscious or, you know, they don't want to take a workout out in the park or or whatever, if they don't know, if they aren't comfortable with what they're doing. But I always say to people, have you ever, or would you ever look at someone and be like, oh my God, look what they're doing. Yeah. Or that they... They look a bit big to be exercising, or you'd never ever, you'd never look at someone like that, would no, you? No, of course if, not. I just always just think, yes, look yeah, I'm doing exercise. Look at them going for a run. Oh, I might go for a run when I go back. Yeah. No one, no one looks at it negatively. Mm. So I just say, do it with a bit of, you know, pride and confidence. Take your kids out; they can be your like, you know, your, your comfort partner. blanket. And just exactly just. Just move, and the more you do it, the more confident. It's like anything; the more confident you get with it. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, actually. It just made me think of. I was talking to a, a girl the other week, a dancer, about um, confidence in like I used to love dancing when I was a student or whatever. You know, I wouldn't think twice about going out with my friends and just, you know, dancing all night. Mm. Probably maybe a bit too sexy for what I should be doing, I don't know. But I couldn't do that now. I don't know if it's because I'm a mum or I just don't do it regularly. But I don't have that confidence in movement to just be like, yeah, I'm going to... I mean... No, dance scares the life out of me. Dance is, dance is my scariest thing. Like, it's the, it's the one thing I... I it, my idea of hell would be a friend getting me a pole dancing class for my Hindu. Like, that is my idea of hell. <laughs> I just can't I just can't move in that I can't move in that way that it's just not for me I just feel like a total twat but um I think that's but the more you if you were to do it a lot yeah it becomes normal would be like oh I'm not overthinking it I guess it's yeah but luckily there's other things I enjoy more than pole dancing and dance (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather go boxing yeah but no you're so right once you start doing it and be like the first time you do anything is always always has its um you know it's always tricky isn't it no matter what it is yeah the first time you bake a cake the first time you ride a bike the first time you do anything the first time you use a social media platform anything like that is always never going to be your best performance and it's always going to be a bit nerve-wracking or whatever and you're going to have your doubts but you practice makes perfect and I just I I always thought that like when I would go running and you think road running, you think people are watching you. But if anything, they're probably thinking, oh, do you know what? I should go for a run tonight. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're probably exactly. inspiring other people. And I just think if anyone is looking at me thinking, oh, blimey, you know, thank God she's going for a run. She bloody needs it. Then oh, I don't really care about what people, yeah, who, people like that, if that. You know, I don't care about what they think of me because they're obviously exactly. nasty people. Exactly. So that's yeah. definitely so true. It's like... 
what's that quote it's really cheesy but it's my favorite you don't have don't you don't have to be great to start but you have to start to be great yeah, yeah. and and I really struggled that with that when I first had Macy because before I had Macy before I was pregnant I was like my fittest and strongest and then I had Macy and had such bad issues with my pelvis and it's mm. only it's taken until now so a year and a half for me to not feel the niggles that I was feeling um yeah. taken a long time and I had to keep reminding myself that because I was like why is that mum already fit again and she's lost her baby weight and we had a baby at the same time and look at me like you know and I had to remind myself that you know if going for a walk for 20 minutes was just was painful you know yeah I remember you doing you trying to do your 10k a day um 10,000 steps a day and you were just yeah I really felt for you it's so hard I mean you just can't compare when I say you I mean everyone can't compare themselves to to anyone else when you go through when you go through something like pregnancy and birth it's so relative and 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 anything can happen you know like some people can kind of breeze through it and feel like unscathed and some people really suffer with really specific things Mm. for a long time and it's you have to just think about yourself during that journey Mm. and know that it will get better over time and Mm. you don't have to kind of you know put up with certain things because you've had a baby yeah you know what I mean yeah that's that was going to be my next next question to you like what what bit of like piece of advice would you give new mums um for like recovery and like the amount of time they should be resting after they've had a baby like what you know should they be seeing a physio like what are the best next steps I think that's like one of the best investments um I really think it should be like you know the norm that people like maybe a baby shower or you know you get like a push present or whatever (laughs) some people do um but to see a to because you that's such a good idea yeah because it's not something that should be frowned upon or like you do if there's a problem but to see someone um you know a few months after or a year after or whenever just to kind of even if you're feeling okay just to see where you're at or um because I after my first I had some like nerve damage and stuff and it really affected my kind of confidence to do certain things um like running and stuff I really struggled with running after my first not straight away obviously but mm. when I started running again um so yeah 100% see a woman's and they're amazing they're just you know they're just great I'm Even actually gonna get that as the next presence that. now yeah I think that's such um, a good idea <laughs> so yeah yeah so see a woman's health specialist definitely um this like magic six week thing is just ridiculous it just annoys me every time because you can't help but fit. we say it every time like when you're pregnant like, I'm not going to count down the days you know my due date's not going to be a thing I'm just going to be really kind of open-minded about everything but you can't help you before you have a baby and then after for these magical dates to appear mm. like when six weeks happens everything's going to be great and I can start doing this and that mm. um and it's just crazy because it totally depends on your birth your baby how you're feeling how you're oh God, all sorts of things mm. um it's tricky as well though because some some people myself included actually on my second baby um you might feel great at like four months and think oh my god i'm i'm desperate to like get out and run around <laughs> i feel amazing probably because you're running on adrenaline still at that point but um, it does take about six weeks for internally things to kind of start getting back to their original place. You know, like your ribs have moved, your lung, everything's changed internally. Um, forget externally. You know, if you have stitches and stuff like that, obviously it takes time for that to heal. So I'd say the first couple of months after you've had a baby is really about bonding, mm. about you know, doing things that make you feel good, whether that's eating chips and drinking tea and staying in your bed for a month, that's what you need to do. Mm. Or if it's taking a 10-minute walk, or, you know, just do what makes you feel safe mm. and comfortable and, you know, 
happy on that day and the days every day is different so when you kind of start implementing a bit more movement in your everyday and i'm talking like walking up and down the stairs to go to the toilet starts feeling good going to the corner shop starts feeling good you you're lengthening those walks every day and things start feeling good you're stretching you're doing like some daily movement then just start adding to it each day and you don't there's no rush everyone says you know don't rush but it's true like and i found i mean everyone says that the days are long with kids right but the, the years go quick mm. or the months go quick and before you know it those first few weeks when you had a baby is like it's long i find yeah <laughs> so no i agree um but then before you know it they're like six months old and you might feel good to be doing a little workout and then you're like oh my god it's been a year and you know time time does go and you want to you it is a it's a slow it's a slow race it's a slow race it's a slow um, yeah pace you need to kind of take yeah. it slowly because because then it <laughs> um i know what you mean for life you know it's you want to it's about healing and then working on your fitness to make you feel better you know not to yeah. no one cares if you're in a bikini looking like you did before you had a baby two months after yeah. you had a baby you know like good for no you. one would expect great, it either no one yeah just you do you and just take your own yeah own and time. I think I think what's really important is that your mental health your women are quite vulnerable mm. after you've had a baby you know your hormones are everywhere and I think oh God, that yeah if you allow your how you look to take over everything you're just going to damage your mental health even more and like I just wouldn't have had any room for that because I was already feeling quite low after Macy and if I Mm -hmm. and 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 I well I say I didn't have room for that I allowed how I looked to really get me down because I wasn't expecting to look so different because not enough women are open and talk about it or maybe they're just not confident enough to share it because you know we see all the women that bounce back but we don't see the women that don't because they just don't feel they can share share it with them which is fine Mm -hmm. but what I'm trying to say is you know how you feel mentally you know for me is even more important and obviously the physical and the mental come hand in hand after you've had a baby or at any point you know I think your physical health supports your mental health and vice versa but by obsessing about how you look after you've just had a baby you're literally I think it's one of the one of the most selfish things for a mother to do sorry Uh, that's quite a strong statement and I was that mother so you know I'm not I'm not being nasty because I hold my hands up to it and it's something I'm never going to do again but you know if I'm lucky to have more children I was just so shocked by how I looked that I became so like um, obsessed with how I looked and looked so disgusted, even though I didn't really do much about it because I couldn't physically. But, you know, I had gone on such a big journey prior and it, it made me like look at Macy differently. Like, oh, my gosh, why am I not in this amazing bubble? And, you know, looking like the mum's. You know, you know when they say like, no, like when they're holding their new, they're, they're in the picture, they're pregnant, and then they hold the newborn, and they're not pregnant anymore, but they just, just still look so perfect. I used to, you know, think, why don't I look yeah. like that? And that Where's was changing, yeah, the whole like initial few weeks or months yeah. of becoming a mum, and I just really regret that. Um, yeah, but I've I learned mean, so much from it. I think you're speaking for so many women as well I think so many people feel like that and I feel like pregnancy um I mean okay it's nine months but really it's the last few months that you really change right like quite quickly if you think about it um and then when you have the baby you things don't move as quickly you know you're not changing as quickly and it's suddenly like and you you don't have the energy and you're kind of your baby's taking all the energy that you have and you're kind of eating all the food because you're because you need it because you need that energy and it can be a bit like you know isolating and self-destructive I totally know how you feel I actually really like resonates with me because I when I had my first I was not in that baby bubble I was I didn't really know what to expect but I I definitely didn't kind of hold her and think oh my god this is Mm. this is it this is what I've been waiting for 
I was I really struggled and actually um my getting back into kind of daily exercise or like regular exercise when I was ready to was a huge part of my recovery and my mental health to feel like um just those moments of like um sense of achievement like because I didn't feel like I was doing it right you know, yeah, as, a, know as a mother I didn't feel like I was achieving anything like the house is a mess I wasn't working so I wasn't contributing I felt like I wasn't in love with my child mm. and it was really like I'm not doing anything right so those those moments of like you know a little workout where I felt brave and I felt strong and mm. that I could kind of achieve something was super selfish when I look at it like that but no it's different my parents so much because I I was like I can do this you know I can I do have a sense of myself still and that's you know, all I, mental though that's all mental yeah, like, that's absolutely. you know that's what's yeah. important mine was mine was like disgusted at how I looked it wasn't like yeah. mine was like, from a totally different angle so I wouldn't say yours was selfish you would have been using exercise to yeah like make yourself feel strong make yourself feel like you're you know you're capable when you're you know you've got that strength still whereas mine was just like like yeah mine was totally different <laughs> but I I'm yeah, I'm but... you know I'm obviously not anywhere in that place anymore um yeah. you know I've worked on it and it's not gonna happen again but I love that it's so true like it's your mindset isn't it and how it's how you think about things it's like next time that's the attitude that I'm gonna take you know if I do find it hard that if I can move my body for 10 minutes you know it's gonna make me feel strong it's gonna remind me of you know the strength I do have and and hopefully it'll take you away from that kind of dark place of like you know the way you look at yourself because you know that it's 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 a it's a time it's a fleeting time you know that you're gonna your body's always changing and and just doing something for a few minutes a day that takes you out of that you know and not kind of not looking at yourself negatively but actually looking at your yourself positively and what you can do and what you're able to do and every day you just get a bit better and you're able to do a bit more and it's it's um kind of switching up that like you know thanking your body and for, for what it's capable of rather than um what you know what you don't like about it um but it yeah it's it's so good to talk about those things because it's I think so many people feel exactly the same I definitely after my second I was kind of looked at my body and I've looked at my body in a way different uh much more positive light second time round because I'm I don't know I'm much more like amazed at how you how things can change just yeah. over a year you know a year the first time round was like felt like forever but quite it's not it's really, it like, goes back to what we were saying about, back to when, when what we were saying about um you know, the first time is always nerve-wracking. You've never done it before. Yeah. And then you yeah, do it exactly. again. Yeah. And you're wiser, aren't you? Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, watching my body change and kind of being in those, like, especially the first few months where I was, you know, my body's just had a baby. And I was, I kind of, I just had much more respect for all, you know, the extra weight I was carrying and how my body had changed. Like, I'd lost, like, muscle tone, all that kind of thing. Like, I was just much more comfortable with that than I was first time around because you're like is this gonna last forever um you know am I gonna be out of breath going up the stairs forever or whatever and this time yeah I've kind of enjoyed the process a lot more mm. um uh and yeah I don't know what it'll be like if we have another but um well you'd be you'd be pro <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know what, I mean I'll take it even even slower third time around I'll just like yeah, first time I, 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 um, I mean, during both pregnancies, I really struggled with like anxiety and okay. kind of got really down, um, both pregnancies, but I'd say more so the first year of my ch first child's life, I was like, not in a great place, um, mentally, like with things like, I, you know, not necessarily myself, but just I'd get super anxious about things. And I was, lack of sleep really really affected me and I didn't feel you know like I said I this kind of love bubble I didn't feel 
Um, and then the second pregnancy, I was, it was a nightmare. Um, so during pregnancies, I, I remember beating myself up about what I ate, um, you know, I wasn't giving the baby everything it needed and stuff. And I just, third time, if I do have another, um, I'm really making it sound like I'm definitely having another. Um, I think I'll just eat all the things. Just, it's just not worth getting stressed about that kind of thing. I too much. I mean, I say I eat all the things. I, I, I like right now. I'd say I kind of eat whatever I like, but it's all relative, isn't it? I guess whatever I like isn't kfc or no takeaways or whatever like i i kind of don't have that um oh, I offer that food yeah i mean sometimes i do but i might have a pizza once a month or so i you make yeah. a good sandwich i make a great sandwich <laughs> i mean a sandwich is is life really isn't yeah. it yeah <laughs> i was like go on girl with the mayo oh it's, no, it's like, like everything you want <laughs> Yeah. Oh no, but do you know what it's so funny you say that like if you get pregnant if you have another child, if you have another baby number mm-hmm. three, that you're just gonna chill. I'm the opposite. Baby number one, pregnancy number one, I chilled on the food front. I really did, and I actually won't do that the next time because because for someone like me, well, to be fair, I I think I carried weight really well. Um, and then the pelvis pain kicked in and I couldn't be active anymore so then if I was continuing to eat what I wanted and I wasn't being active you know I think I just gained too much weight um, but so the next time round, for me I'm gonna be seeing an osteopath and a physio throughout my pregnancy mm-hmm. 100% yes. I'm gonna wear a support next time um, mm-hmm. I'm definitely gonna be a lot more careful um, with I mean what it, I might, it might be totally different yeah, I mean, it might be different. I carried low the whole time, the whole time she was on my pelvis. But um, so it's funny how you're the other way around, whereas I kind of, kind of, in a way, I didn't put on as much weight as I did. I think sometimes people just put on that weight, you know, regardless it's water, it's all sorts of things. But I know, for me, I definitely mm-hmm. ate too much yeah like more than you know what a pregnant woman should eat so were you doing it because because you felt like you needed to eat that or because you just you just wanted oh yeah no it was just craving jacket potatoes with but that's the thing I really like yeah oh my god but then I would eat a whole cheese I'd eat a whole yeah that's it I'd eat I'd eat jacket potatoes cheese butter mayo tuna (laughs) mayo everything every topping yeah you know, it was just overindulgent. And then <laughs> I was like, oh, I want a whole bar, like a massive bar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think your body, when you crave things, it's telling you it needs it. I, I honestly, I mean, yeah, but I, think yeah, I was having like massive dairy milk for every <laughs> night. <laughs> sure, it's bad. I am, um, I'm actually doing, well, not right now, just because weirdly the last couple of weeks I've like, just not been as into chocolate but um oh, this this last like it's during lockdown i've i've eaten so much chocolate it's ridiculous mm. it's like me and dom like it's a bit embarrassing like, <laughs> like, local local shop is like hello again <laughs> um, for the third time tonight <laughs> I, think, um, I uh yeah i mean i'm getting away with with quite a bit at the moment um in terms of what I'm eating, because I think I'm I've basically non-stop breastfed for like three years. Okay. Um, which I think plays a massive part. But I'm also um, it's all it's all calories in, calories out, really, isn't it? Mm. It's, it I, I think I'm I don't count calories, but I am very aware. Pretty sure that more often than not, I'm in a calorie deficit. Mm. So you know what whether it's just 100 calories or 20 calories or whatever per day because I exercise regularly mm. and I'm I kind of eat intuitively if you know what I'm, mm. I don't really think about um sometimes I might not be hungry one day and I'll eat very little and then have like some vegetables for dinner or whatever and then other times like right now I can't stop eating bread and pasta 
and I just kind of go with it but um yeah I've definitely definitely noticed a massive difference in my body um it could be you know my age or that I've had two kids or whatever but um I'm just so much less um, than I used to be like I've got probably less body fat now than I used to have but what I do have is like um really wobbly and loads of cellulite which I didn't have before and I'm I'm, I'm okay with it I mean God. yeah I mean God, you look incredible oh thank you very much <laughs> that's not I mean I'm happy eating the chocolate so I'm gonna eat the chocolate yeah and it, has it taken time to get to this though Emily because I know people are going oh, to be yeah. listening to this going what is in like how do you become intuitive eater like like you hear people talking about it but what about those days where you're just you just can't stop yourself that again is you then got to be I intuitive I don't stop myself yeah that's it mm. but you just don't so, have, uh, every day is just not I, like that every day's every day is different and I I I mean it's good this is a whole another conversation but I I've had times in my life where I've not been great with eating and that I was like, you know, I've had a really bad relationship with like purging and stuff like that. And um, so, and it made me really, really, really unhappy. So I just try uh, and it helps, I think, doing regular exercise because I sometimes I'm, you know, I do a big workout and I'm, I, I'll eat all the, pasta and I don't care because I you know I, I'm, I'm kind of working on my cravings I'm just going with what my body's asking for but um because it balances itself out like sometimes I mean yesterday I made a rocky road and I would probably probably eat the whole thing myself and then next week I probably won't want any chocolate for a few days because I'll feel sick yeah um, it just yeah I just have confidence in my my body be choosing you know telling me what I need on on mm. what days yeah and um there are definitely weeks that I'm like I've put on quite a few kilos over the last couple of weeks and I'll notice it and then I just kind of I don't know be more conscious of that but not like I've never really like restricted mm -hmm. um um unless I felt yeah I guess I just um I just trust my body and I yeah. trust um the choices and the cravings I had I think have. I think that's because you do live an active active lifestyle, lifestyle. Yeah. and I have done I have done that forever yeah um, and so your body's probably got a good metabolism going your breast yeah yeah breastfeeding, also you've, got, yeah, you've probably got pretty decent knowledge as well nutritional knowledge but I'm just thinking about for people like who eat because they're bored go to the fridge because they're bored or you know seek comfort in food that's when I think it's really hard to be like I don't need a bowl of pasta this large I'm just speaking as well from me from experience I've got a lot better but I've been gone through times where food is like being my comfort and I've overate probably every day for two weeks like because you know that's the only thing that I was getting joy out of that's probably at uni and then I'd go two weeks where I'm I'll eat nothing all day mm. and then eat a tub of um, Ben and Jerry's at the end yeah. of the night you know and like I'm guessing that's this is probably going a bit deep and like verge of eating disorder talk but it's it's um you know it's amazing how um much food can sort of get the better of us and I would just can't yeah. I, I it does take time for someone to get to the point where you're at you yeah. know where do you start I mean for, for me a big knowing like what really does bring me joy you know like if those times when I'm like really unhappy it's like when I was pregnant and stuff and I was seeking comfort in you know eating or whatever and actually that wasn't bringing me joy for me and for me no, knowing the things that make me really happy and make me feel really good about myself um is movement and is being outside in nature and, and you know it's not about like all or nothing like I was saying before like I've got to start eating clean and I've got to start doing all this and I've got to do all the exercises it's finding those things that make you really happy like a bit of meditation and or you know movement or 
you know, seeing your friends or whatever it is that, that brings you joy and focus on those things and hopefully things will start to balance themselves out. Like, you know, if, if something really isn't bringing you happiness, then, you know, you, you have to kind of... Mm. Be honest with yourself, don't you? You've got to you've got to be honest. And I, I've learned that. I've le- massively learned that. Like, you know, people oh, say women joke a lot about chocolate, for example. Yeah, obviously, in that moment, it's delicious and it's lovely. But I, I've had to, in the past, I'm not talking about me now, but in the past, be like, right, let's say when I had Macy, for example, when I was just eating biscuits tea and biscuits all the time because people were bringing them around or whatever and I wasn't you know I wasn't in the right frame of mind like anything healthy was just making me feel sick and that's all I could stomach and then it got to the point where I was like got into the habit and having four four or five biscuits with my cup of tea every morning because you know that's what I was doing at the start and then I had to sit down with myself and be like this is not making me happy I'm starting my day with so much sugar and then I'm, my energy's dropping and I had to just be so honest with myself and snap out of it. And I think that's the key. I think like being too soft on yourself and being like, oh, do you know what? It's fine. Be, you know, got to be kind to yourself. Sometimes, yeah, it's necessary. But I also think sometimes you've got to have a good hard word with yourself yeah, and be so like, be right, Connie. Is, is, yeah. Like I love, you know, a big, like a big bowl of pasta with all the cheese mm. or whatever. And, and that's all good. But if I eat that, and then and then the chocolate, and then maybe some crisps or whatever, kind of coke. Nice to put in, but I feel like shit. Yeah. My I feel like a proper pillow on the inside, and then I don't want to train, and then so just being conscious of of how it's making you feel long term, like in an hour, in a week. Exactly. Yeah. And not having to say I'm not going to eat that, you know, because because I'll hate myself. But you know, I'll do it, and then maybe won't do it tomorrow or whatever you know it's, yeah. it's like because um yeah I definitely have those times right I go I go for it on the carbs or whatever and I'm just like oh my god I'm so bloated and I don't want to train yeah you know, like, my trousers aren't doing up or like it can you know. become a vicious cycle so I guess it's, it is finding that balance and really listening to yourself and how, how your body's feeling yeah without every obsessing day. obviously about yeah. food every single day yeah. but just being like right you know I I, I had that yesterday and actually afterwards it, it didn't fulfill me and I couldn't be bothered to do my workout do I really want to be doing that to myself again today and it's just being honest with yourself and and um and I always think to, I always think and I said I've re- actually wrote this in my book chocolate's not going to be extinct crisps aren't going to be extinct ice cream's not going to be extinct we're not going to wake up tomorrow and they're all going to disappear <laughs> so just chill babes like so I just think yeah I think that's like a really nice message from today's episode to just be mindful and to really think about what makes you feel good not just in the moment but in an hour's time in a week's time you know and be consistent I love how consistent you are with the whole 10 minutes a day or 20 minutes a day or half an hour if you're lucky and um that that's what's really inspired me is it's just I think you did a post and you said in that post um make time Mm -hmm. is that what you said like it was such a short caption and I was like yes yeah you know it's all yeah it's your it's your priorities and everyone's priority list looks different my priority list on the top is always movement for myself like you know exercise being with the girls um right she's fine dom's got dom's got um right at the bottom is like you know tidy the house or straightening my hair or whatever and that's why I always no you don't <laughs> everyone's is different off <laughs> but um and, it, and if you're starting to feel like you know what? I feel I feel like crap after eating all that <laughs> you know I've had like a really bad week of going heavy on whatever or I haven't exercised for one I feel like shit just shift that priority list around a bit and make time and and making 10 minutes or 15 minutes you know swapping it for you know, watching something on telly or maybe put some dinner in the oven tonight rather than on the top. And while it's in the oven, do a little bit of movement in the kitchen, mm. dance, do whatever, you know, like, because it, it is going to make you feel really good. <laughs> the more you do it, yeah. the better you're going to feel. And the more you do it, 
the more it's going to be higher on your priority list because you miss it when you don't have it. Yeah. Um, it's a real kind of play thing for me. Like, you know, at school when, you know, you let, let out the break and it's like, yes, mm. I need to run around rather than sat down for ages. It's always been like that for me. I mean, I don't run around like screaming, yeah, when I'm doing exercise, <laughs> but it's, I need, I need that. I need it to yeah. let off some steam, feel like I've just had a bit of me time and, and mm. you know, whether I'm with the kids or not, it's, it's really, it's really important just as it's important for them to have that, those times of play in the day as well, just for to sure. move your body and to feel good about doing it. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Just, yeah. Just move. And me, then... me and mum have been doing so much dancing in the kitchen with Macy. The Grand yes. Duke of York is our number one <laughs> song at the moment. Is that because of Macy or is that just your, your favourite song at the moment? Oh, no, it's not my favourite song at the moment. It's Macy's favourite <laughs> song. Gosh. No, Macy, that's the one she wants. But it's good because like, we've got high knees. We, like, put yeah, them on our shoulders. It. But, um, yeah, that that's what, like, we're getting most of our movement, especially since we've been in isolation the last 10 days. We've just been in the mm-hmm. kitchen and doing so much dancing to Baby Shark and Grand Old Duke of York. And you're right, like you don't think you're doing exercise but just that movement you do feel good afterwards and you do yeah you know you do yeah, feel doesn't have to look pretty or, or definitely be like lift your mood programmable. yeah it's just just move your body and you know it's it's you it's going to thank you for it today sure. and in 10 years and in 20 years just 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 keep moving i think people are kind of um like going back to what we were saying earlier on i think people can be a bit nervous about you know I don't know what workout to do or I don't really remember what those moves were or um you know it doesn't matter if you just you just find the thing that you like doing skipping I love a skip love a skipping rope you don't have to think about that just makes you feel like a kid just go skip for 20 minutes and you will be knackered no yeah <laughs> no so absolutely hard. and it's not expensive to get a no, skipping rope any space you don't need space you yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I love a skip. Um, so to round up every episode, I ask yeah. my guest to give um a few or a couple or one piece of advice um that they would give to their younger self that could benefit the mm. audience listening. Oh golly, one piece. No, I mean I've I've probably done quite a few things in my life that I shouldn't have, especially in my young years. But I, I'm a real believer in in a journey. Good and bad things are really important to, you know, to get you where you are. And I'm really happy where I am. So I wouldn't change anything. But I would definitely have told my younger self. It's interesting as well because now I've got girls. So I've been really reflective over the last couple of years of how mm. I was brought up. Um, I would definitely tell my younger self that you can be... You, you can be a girl and be emotional and empathetic and show your feelings and also be strong and brave and respected and resilient. Um, you know, you don't have to be more like a man to be those things I just said, which I is love what that. I thought when I was a kid. I was a bit more like, you know, I'll be one of the boys and, you know, I'll be, yeah. you know, I won't be so weak and I'll be respected. But actually being a woman is being both those things is is even stronger absolutely so, i love both, that yeah i love that thank you Keep so much in. hi welcome <laughs> thank you i love that that is uh, do you know what that's, yeah. that's, that's a new bit of advice we've had as well so i love that planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe and maybe even share with a friend if you think they could benefit from listening to Growing Up Female. I'll be back next Wednesday with another amazing female. See you then. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.